So over the past few months, uh, a lot of you out there who are clients of the DVCC might have noticed that some of the people that you've been working out with, uh, some of the other clients, have actually started to move into a training role. Now, obviously, we're talking about a very select few, um, but you may have noticed that we have a new system in place called client to trainer And what that means is that certain of our current clients may be offered the opportunity to become DVCC trainers. And what some of you may be thinking is, well, I don't want to be trained by someone who's training with me. How can they possibly have enough knowledge to train? Um, what qualifies them to train me? These may be questions you're having. Well, if those are the questions you're having, you're in luck because on today's episode of the DVCC Flat Belly Cure podcast, we're going to answer exactly those questions and we're going to give you a little bit of context about what it takes and what a process these people have to go through to become trainers at the DVCC. So, as always, I'm Henry from the DVCC in St Albans and I will be interviewing Stephen Gray on that subject. Um, We'd just like to mention that in this interview, we have Steve on the phone. Um, so quality isn't as great as always, but it's still a very good listen. Um, I'm not going to take up any more of your time. I hope you enjoy the podcast and I hope it answers some of the questions that you might have. Um, so we've got Steve on the phone today. Um, he's locked in a little room working very hard on something we talked about um, a couple of weeks ago, which is the um, DVCC client to trainer system and one of the things that we wanted to talk about today was if any of our current clients want to become trainers what do they have to do so Steve I guess that's the first question how does this process start and what do people have to do uh, throughout it yeah well um, hi Henry hey. uh, I am um, finishing off actually it's been I mean just been iterating it yeah it's uh, the client to trainer university essentially sure um because I've written it and created it as a essentially a university course that takes quite a few months, um, depending on uh, number of hours able to do. But uh, it's quite well. There's actually 25 modules okay. to the whole the whole thing. Um, I'm actually looking at the overview as we speak currently um, because it may surprise, maybe surprise or not surprise. I don't know that there's actually quite a lot to um, being a great coach and actually being a DVCC coach as well. Okay. There's a lot to it in the first place. So uh, that's so. possibly something to expand upon a little bit. What what sort of qualities, what sort of things do you think it takes to be a great coach for the DVCC? Well, we start off actually with the, the core values that we hold um, very, very dear. Uh, and, and actually that's where we start with the whole curriculum. Because from our perspective... Uh, we can teach skills, sure. but core values are the character traits, the, the things that are much, much harder to teach. And if someone's not um, not able to, not willing to want to embody those uh, those core values, then everything else is kind of pointless because you, they still won't be up to the standard that we want. Now, that's actually part of the reason that um, the, the client-to-trainer um, university and and people that have been in our training system for a number of years yeah, know the core values, know the, the the way they're made to feel because it's the core values that actually make you feel a certain way. So if I to give you an overview of what those core values are, we only have four. Okay. Um, the first one being be positive. And for us, that's just the uh, 
it's how you handle anything that comes up. Sure. Um, and and there's two ways of looking at most things, either positively or negatively. And, and we believe very, very strongly in looking at positive side of things. For example, uh, it, it can be explained in many, many different ways. But for example, uh, you know, if most people are very good at telling you what they're not very good at, but we train our team and we want everyone to want. If someone tells me I'm terrible at press ups, which you know, I've heard that a million times, <laughs> you know, I would tell them, you know, well, for A, I'll be the decider, I'm the, the expert, and also, but more importantly, look at all the things that you've achieved so far. Look at how far you've come, because everyone's so good at focusing what they haven't yet achieved and sure. getting what they have achieved. So being positive in one instance is, you know, reminding someone of all the things they've achieved and, and focusing on the fact that. Uh, they're making great progress rather than uh, you know allowing someone to to tell you uh, all the things that they're not good at because everyone's you know we're all as humans we're all very good at doing that sure uh, whereas actually at DVC we run focus on the things that you know you're, that you're doing you know, and why is that doing. why is that important for our clients uh, development and why is it important for them to have that those positives reinforced uh, well I think you would agree that when you're in a positive frame of mind, you make better decisions than when you're in a negative, self-destructive frame of mind. 100%. Um, and, and that impacts everything in life. And so, from our perspective, that, I mean, if you're a happier, more positive person, uh, how you interact with others and your relationships is improved. Is, uh, and everything in life just becomes easier when you're looking at it from a positive angle rather uh, than negative. And would you say that in terms of fitness and in terms of achieving the goals that a lot of uh, the DVCC clients come in with, one of the things that we put on our Facebook recently that Mark actually put out was um, what is the number one reason people start coming to the gym or don't come back? And that's that feeling of ashamed, feeling of, of not having succeeded. Do you think that plays into it as well? Well, I mean, everyone along the lines of being noticed about themselves, everyone looks for people that are better than them at something. Sure. Uh, not to, for inspiration, that would be fine. <laughs> people actually look for... Um, people that to make themselves feel bad sure sure you know I've had people say oh you know that person's like um, that person can do this they can do that and I can't and she'll be like that person's a professional athlete and they're you know they're 25 years of age and that's their full time profession sure instead of looking at you know focusing on our progress not perfection which is actually one of our um, successful that's true progress not perfection perfection. makes a lot of sense So that's the first one, being um, being positive. What what are some of the others? Uh, so we have, like I said, we have we have four. Uh, and the second one is being the best you can be, and uh, that is defined by everything we do at the DVC. We don't try to stay still. We always try to innovate, improve, sure. get better. Um, there's quite a lot of new stuff going on all the time. I mean, we have some good workshops happening all the time. Um, nutrition seminars and all these different things that are constantly being iterated, improved, and added. We had the, uh, the Kaizen for the first time, which was very successful. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, massively successful. Had loads of massively um, good feedback from that, and that happens every eight weeks. But that's just an example of being the best you can be. But we expect that of all of our coaches as well that they want to learn because you know it's a very it's a it's a never never ending um, skill. There's a lot to learn. Um, in becoming a great coach and yeah. so that's why that, that core value is so important because over the years DVCC you know, changed drastically and always will once yeah. you better and better 
And I guess that kind of ties in a little bit to what you were talking about the last time we discussed this as well about how, um, and again, without meaning to slander or disparage any personal trainers out there, because as we said, there are a ton of great personal trainers who don't work at the DVCC. But that being said, it's quite easy these days to become a quote unquote personal trainer. So wanting to have people who just want to be the best clearly is a beneficial quality for all of our clients as well. Well, this is the whole point. I mean, to be honest, if if I could, um, you know, the and we could just put all of the, the people that are becoming trainers that have been or are clients as well mm. onto a course, and they would be up to the level I wanted. Then I'd have saved myself <laughs> twenty five modules, yeah, and, sure. you know, quite a few many hours um, of work to uh, have to teach those things. Sure, but as it is. Uh, from our perspective, you know, someone's qualification as a personal trainer doesn't make them a DVCC level coach. No, of course, of course. Okay, cool. So that's best you can be. What are the other two? Uh, so we have third is be proud, and that means that whatever you're doing, you need to be proud of. So uh, as a coach, it's you know, it's it's high energy. You sure. have to you have to give your best all the time. You know, whether it's the the final session of the day, and you've done you know six. Uh, six sessions and yeah it can be tiring mm. and you have to be proud of everything single, single thing you're doing yeah um, taking pride in the whole session I mean I guess that we hear a lot of times when people come into the DVCC they they may have had personal training beforehand and one of the things that sometimes people will say is that they've had a PT who has been very nice and very good but then has maybe halfway through the session just check their phone or just been communicating with other people and that suggests a lack of pride in what they do, which we don't want Correct. in the DVCC. Correct, yeah, and that's actually covered around in our kind of foundation modules, the first, uh, well, third module actually, uh, sure. where we talk about core values and standards. And actually that standard there is on, we have quite a comprehensive list of standards, actually, I think it's 25 mm. currently. Um, <laughs> and yes, no, no mobile use is one of those. Sure. Um, because yeah, it, it is common. Um, no, and it's not wrong. Like people can do what they want. I don't. I don't, to be honest, massively think outside of what the DCC does in the sense of you no, know, of course, to check their phone. And that's up to them. And if the client wants to to allow that and have that, that is totally up to them as well. But it's not DVCC standards. And so, and actually, these these kind of uh, these earlier modules are actually the easiest thing from the perspective of all, sure. all the people have felt these these things as clients and therefore it makes it much easier to there's no real learning in these ones no for sure for sure so that's um, being proud and I guess that what we've just talked about can kind of lead into the next one as well uh, yes yeah, so the, the fourth core value which is be a pro yeah and that means like we want to professionalise the personal training fitness industry mm. and so we expect all of our coaches to be um, you know, a top level of professionalism, and that means that means doing everything every time. Yeah. Uh, like I said, uh, from from our perspective and how we think of things is, uh, if someone's being coached at eight pm at night, they deserve the exact same experience as someone that's being coached at eight am in the morning. Sure. Um, and that's about being a pro and doing it every single time, all the time. And that's what we're really striving for the whole time is that that level of that super high, you know, the greatest coaching experience in this country every time yeah well that's great so those are the four core values and that's what we're sort of looking for in people when we when we maybe think about bringing them in as a client to trainer what what happens next what sort of process do they go through well there's a there's a 34 question test after those oh wow actually okay yeah so i the way i've done it is there's lots of tests throughout that's like learning tests 
where we then have graduation tests as well. Okay. Uh, then we have every exercise that we, the next module, I'm not going to talk through every single module. No, no, of course. Forever, but uh, overview-wise, we have um, the exercises that we use, uh, for, you know, the specific coaching points, regressions for each of those exercises. That's that learning starts. Um, and it goes through through to the, um, the, the coaching experience that we expect. We have quite a few videos of... Um, showing these uh, the actual experience and how we want to you know how to coach yeah absolutely. Um, how to coach is a very it's a really it's a really detailed skill when you get into it actually um, there's a lot of nuances uh, how you know how people are coached is different some people are kinesthetic touch some people are auditory some people are visual all different types of things and so there's a lot of nuances around how you coach and one thing that you learn is that most people originally start with trying to coach how they learn. Mm. And so, therefore, you end up having to learn how to coach people that are not exactly like you. Sure. Um, and so, we have all of those those skills going through. Um, and then we have some testing throughout. Like I said, every single exercise um, gets tested pre-actually um, uh, graduation testing so that we go through and, and people... They're signed off, so any anyone going through the process is signed off off certain things um, before they're actually allowed to coach any clients on it. Sure. So they'll be shadow. So you'd see them shadowing, but not actually doing anything physical. Sure. Until um, they're well, ready. They, yeah. they first off graduate through one of our, you know, the um, one of the coaches. Uh, so he will graduate people. But all that means is that they are then able to actually be tested by me. Okay, um, wow. So they're still, even though they'll graduate from, from Tim. Sure. Uh, that'll actually just mean that they get to then um, move up to you. Well, be tested by me. Sure. So no one's going to be doing a primal 10 or a mobilization matrix or anything on any client until they have passed my graduation test. So they've got to go through not just a current DVCC trainer, but also you. So there's two hurdles to get past. Uh, yeah, it, wow. yeah. The, That's um, great. Exactly, yeah. It, I, I'm probably quite a big hurdle, I would yeah, say. Yeah, I would imagine so. <laughs> um, yeah, and and it's done that way so that everyone has the confidence that if someone's coaching you as a client, then they have... Yeah, so that's actually quite a big thing to kind of get across, I suspect. Um, and you might want to say a little bit about that is if you're um, a client of the DBCC and you suddenly find yourself standing in front of someone who you have trained with, who is now your coach, um, you might be tempted to think, oh, well, you know, how, why are they training me? We, you know, how's that uh, professional? But actually, they've gone through a hell of a lot of training to get to that point. Uh, far more than anyone in our DCC history ever has been wow. able to go through. Okay, that's um, great. Which is the beauty because we've had so much more time with someone. So a lot of, the, a lot of I think it's going to be at least six weeks, uh, six weeks, six months wow. for um, at least, actually probably potentially longer, but of very considerable amount of work and learning. That's amazing. Um, and when you consider that people can get it done in three months, you know, people can get a PT qualification in a weekend, you know. Oh, like three, like right. I'm not even sure that, so my original first personal training qualification like 13 years ago, however long it was, maybe it's that, 15 years ago, was three full, like three months wow, at a okay. time. Fine. Um, and yeah, and that was full time, that was full on. Sure. Uh, I don't even know that you can do those anymore. No. Particularly. Uh, yeah, it's all just, online. Or just a weekend, sure. which 
like I said, as far as I'm concerned, the PT qualifications nowadays are purely to uh, get the liability insurance. That, yeah. You know, the way they've worked things out. Because the standards overall, they haven't standardized the industry. Sure. Um, as much as they should do. So, look, I mean, we want to, again, keep this kind of podcast to a bite-sized listen, but I guess one other question I would like to ask is, what would you say are the benefits, uh, so our clients can hear them, to bringing in a client to trainer as opposed to just hiring more current personal trainers? Well, it's more to do with the ability for that, uh, for the, the standard personal trainer to be good enough in our system the way we do things um, because it is it is quite it's much harder than you would find in a I don't know a normal gym sure. style environment and it like I, I kind of touched on the nuances of coaching mm. uh, the different way that you come across kinesthetic all these different ways and it's hard as a 22 year old male like yes again typical we have some 20, some young guys that are exceptional sure but they are not normal um, and it's hard to have those those skills and even to want to learn them. Um, you know, as, as I've got older, I've realized that there's a lot more to communication, how people, you know, how you coach people. Sure. Uh, is dependent on your skills and what you, your abilities, your empathy and things like that. So, and like I said, those core values, they're key. Yeah, they absolutely. Key. And if you, you know, you're, if you're, as we get older, you're a bit more settled, a bit more, you have a lot more wisdom, which makes you a better coach. And I suppose on top of that, nobody really can claim to know the DVCC as well as somebody who's experienced it. Correct. So that's going to help 100%. as well. Okay. So do you have any sort of closing thoughts, anything that you want to add in, in terms of the, the client-to-trainer development? No, I'm, I'm just looking through the curriculum and I'm like, oh my God, it's hard. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but it is tough. Like if someone's great, I think that's the thing. Like, there is no one, no, not one client, not one uh, team member as OCD about training as I am. <laughs> Probably even half as half as much. Uh, so if someone's graduated and coaching these clients, they are. Probably they were probably ready a few months before sure. they were then graduated. Sure, that makes sense. So the standard is going to be extremely high. I take it very seriously. Okay, cool. All right, Steve. Well, thank you very much. I hope that's uh, informative. Pleasure, Henry. Cheers. So, as always, if you have enjoyed uh, some of the subjects on uh, offer in this week's episode of the Flat Belly Cure podcast, there are a couple of places that I'd like to direct your attention. First is, if you are looking to um, make a change to your fitness uh, routine, if you're looking to achieve some goals this year, but you're not sure how to go about that, or you're looking for something different, something um, different to the regular gyms that are out there, uh, you might want to give the DVCC a try. The only way that we ever bring people into the DVCC as full-time members um, is if they have completed one of our trials. And there are two trials that I'd like to talk to you about. The first is the 30-day body transformation trial. Now, on this trial, um, you will come in and meet with uh, one of the client assessors in the five DVCCs around the country. You'll have an assessment in which we'll talk about your goals, we'll talk about your exercise history, um, and we'll put you through something called a functional movement screening. In this screening, we'll see if there's anything we need to work on movement-wise over the coming weeks and months. And then we will get you booked in for probably between two and four sessions of personal training per week for the duration of your trial. 
it's a perfect opportunity for people who are, as I say, looking to give themselves a real kickstart into training, um, to shed some body fat, to develop some muscle tone, and for their overall conditioning in general. And the second of our trials that I'd like to mention to you is something that we call the Fit Over 50 program. Now, a lot of the elements are the same. However, on this program, which is also 30 days, you would be doing a lot of training on our semi-private training, which is a maximum of four people in a group. Averages about two people a session. Um, it's going to involve you having a lot of in-depth coaching, a lot of work on your form, um, and really giving you the attention that you need. Same sort of process. Um, you would come in for an assessment at first. We'd go through a functional movement screening, and then, as before, get you set up for between two and four sessions, likely of semi-private training per week, really to help you achieve that body fat reduction, that muscle tone, and that conditioning in general. For more information about both of those trials, all you need to do is go to our website, www.thedvcc.com forward slash trials. So that's it for this week. I uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, I hope you have uh, enjoyed all of the episodes of the Flat Belly Cure podcast. And as always, if you have, do us a favor, go to Apple Podcasts, hit the subscribe button, drop down to the bottom of the page, give us a five-star rating, and really... Doing that will help us to share this podcast and get it out to the most amount of people that we can because really what we're passionate about the DVCC is helping as many people as we can. Um, so that's it for this week. As always, we wish you the very best in whatever your fitness goals are this week and we will see you down the road on your fitness journey.